Does money cause you stress? When a new life situation arises, do you worry how that will affect your budget and cash flow? Managing money is not always easy, but learning how to plan, set, and adjust goals as needed can help keep stress to a minimum and your financial success on a steady course. Welcome to Money Counts, unleashing your money's hidden potential with host Debbie Peterson. Your future plan starts right here. Here's Debbie. Hello, this is Debbie Peterson. We are starting a new show for the Business Network on Voice America. Our show name is Unleashing Your Money's Hidden Potential. And what we want to talk to you about is uncovering and identifying resources that you have, which you may not be directing to your most important goals. So this is a type of financial planning, and we are going to try to help you make good decisions with the money that you already have. Uh, This episode and the one next week are titled Why Money Counts, and the first part of that is going to be about our company Money Counts and how you can get information from us and how we can help you on a one-on-one situation. And then the second part, which we hope to get into before the end of the show, is actually why money counts, why we need some more information about how we think about our money so that we can make better decisions as we go along. And we really feel that most of us are at a disadvantage because school systems do not have a financial literacy program. And so we all kind of go through school and get ready to set out on a career thinking, I'm supposed to know how money works. How am I supposed to learn that? And it was really an eye-opener for me when I started working with people who were doctors and lawyers and had spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on their education and found out that none of them had learned about how to manage their money. So they were all going to set out and start getting patients and open up businesses and had no information provided in all that training that they paid for about how to do that. That was really an eye-opening moment for me. And I decided that I would begin researching things that I wanted to learn about. And as I learned more about them, I wanted to share that information with our clients and now with our audience. So I hope you will find that helpful. You will be able to get in touch with us at uh, mcradio at moneycounts.biz. That's an email address that you can send questions to or suggestions for topics, and we welcome those. And if we can answer them by email, we will. And if there's enough interest in a particular topic, we will be happy to add that onto our show schedule. I am... um, uh, Uh, At an age where most people would likely be retired, (laughs) I've been in financial services since 1976. Uh, The last 15 years, I have been working as a financial planner and advisor in my own company, which is Money Counts. We have a broker-dealer that we work with who uh, provides back office support and supervision to make sure the things we're recommending to you are suitable for you. And That is Summit Brokerage Service. And I have a team of five uh, women, and one of them is here with us today. That is Nicole Maloney, who began as a client of mine and was working in the banking system. And then she took some time off to have her family, and now she's working with us as another advisor so that we can provide continuity if something should happen to either one of us. Would you like to say hi, Nicole? Hello. <laughs> Nicole's going to be participating later in the show when we will be talking about typical questions and answers we get from new clients or when clients first meet us. Money Counts as a company is a financial planning company, and our goal is to educate you about choices that you have when you're making financial decisions. A lot of people think that a financial planner or a financial advisor is only interested in helping you invest your money. That is not the way we work with people. We are interested in your life. What would you like your life to look like? What would make you feel happy and more successful three to five years from now? What kind of resources do you have that we might be able to redirect towards those goals? And let's have 
one, two, or three main goals, not 10 or 20. Let's not try to do everything all at once. I often see that people, when they first get out of college and they get a job, they start putting money into a 401k, which is very nice. However, they may have student loan debts to pay off. They may be wanting to get established in their career uh, and need that money to help them do that. There's all kinds of things we need our money to do for us during our lifetime. And the better we can prioritize where it goes at any one time in your life, the more likely you are to meet, reach more of your goals and have that happen more quickly. When that happens, you will start feeling more confident and more in control of your life. Money is, I like to say, it's um, something men made up to keep score. We get quite stressed about it, but for the most of us, it's really just pieces of paper or numbers on a ledger. It's not really anything by itself. You can't eat it. It doesn't. It's. It has no value. It's the value we, as a society, put on it, that and how we think about it, that makes it have value. So a lot of times we're taught or we think we should have a certain amount of money in the bank in order to be successful. That I don't believe is really true. What we wanna have is enough cash flow money coming in to more than cover the money that's going out on expenses or things that we can't control that may come along like health issues and things like that. Other than that, the money that's in the bank can be directed towards longer term goals if we are able to have money in the bank. It could go to investments, it could go to starting a business, it could go to child's education, could go to all sorts of things. So there's no one right answer and we wanna help you understand that there isn't one right answer. What we want is an answer that fits your situation and what your goals are and what would make you happy. What we do, and we're in Charlotte, North Carolina, is we work with clients currently in 18 different states. And we work one-on-one -on -one with people in order to show them how we can rearrange the financial situation they have and improve it without needing somebody to go get a part-time job or make major cuts in your expenses. You know, what's the right order to do things in? And we do that by people contacting us or being referred in. You can go to our website, www.moneycounts.biz. There's a lot of information there. Our contact information is there. And get in touch with us. Uh, again, at mcradio at moneycounts.biz, and we would be happy to go through our services with you. Why we do this, I mentioned a little bit before, is we feel that people are not well trained. There's a whole vocabulary around money that most of us don't really understand, but we're embarrassed to say so. A lot of it has that has to do with investing or insurances. For instance, many people do not know the difference between a savings account, a money market account, and a mutual fund. But you might not feel comfortable asking someone that question if you're sitting in front of an investment person. So we are the people that help you understand those types of things if you need to learn them. Or if you're looking at uh, different types of insurance policies and you know, what is what kinds of life insurance are there and what is term life, what is universal life, what is whole life. Each of them are developed for a different purpose and you want to find the one that matches best up with what your purpose for it is. If we don't know what the words mean, we're gonna be easily directed to something that may not be the best for our situation. So it, it really is important for um, you to provide us with details when we're working with you one-on-one, -on -one, or if we're going to talk about life stages, which we'll probably do during these sessions, we'll uh, put together common themes of people at certain ages, what things are most on their mind and how you might manage through those. We want to help people as they need help, not after they've accumulated a lot of wealth. We want to help you starting wherever you are. So we find quite often that 
people don't come in to see us because they don't think they have enough of whatever it is for us to talk to them about. But that's not really the truth. Everybody has some money from the time they first get their first dollar to make decisions about and having someone help you make better decisions will improve your results overall. Um, We have a process that we use when we're working with you and it's usually a four-step process for different meetings where we will be getting to know one another these meetings there's no charge for you this is you deciding if you like us, us seeing if we're a good fit for you, and us trying to show you some of the different things you might be thinking about that you'd like to uh, accomplish and how we could help you. The way we go about that is we have a, a questionnaire that we can email to you or you can call the office and have it mailed to you that collects data about your current situation. Are you married? Where do you live? Do you like where you live? Uh, Are you planning a family? Sometimes we meet people when they're getting divorced. Are you thinking about getting married? Things like that. Uh, Each area of the questionnaire will help us get more detailed information. We ask questions if you own a home. Is there anything major that you think you need money for, for repairs or remodeling? So we can start getting items identified that are on your agenda that we need to be aware about when we're doing the meetings with you. And you would bring in financial data about your situation, all the different pieces of paper and things that you've collected over the years. And we would uh, go through those with you in detail. And at the second meeting, we would be looking at a cash flow worksheet that is customized to you. How much income do you generally have coming in during the month and where does it come from and where is it going to? Uh, We would also be looking at your assets and your liabilities. And again, we're looking for things that we can change around slightly so that you will have more money going to the things that are most important for you, establishing those goals and saying, all right, well, this is more of a long-term goal. Let's get goal number one and goal number two under control, out of the way, and then see what's left over to go to the next one and kind of repeat that process. Uh, Then the next part of our program is to help build a plan for you. And this is a lot of fun. Most people really like this because We are trying to look at, again, what's important for you to have happen in your life in the next three to five years. What resources do you have that we can focus on that? And how can we help you get to those goals faster? And what we do is we use the report that we went over in the second meeting and we look at different strategies, things that we might change. And we use the first report as a benchmark. So we can see if we decided that we were going to uh, increase your 401k contribution up to the match. How does that impact your cash flow? How might it impact your taxes? You know, is that a good fit for what you're trying to do at that point in time? Uh, When we get into the frequently asked questions, we'll be going into some of the other things that people ask us about what types of things we might redirect. Building the plan takes as long as necessary. (laughs) Sometimes we're just getting people in the right direction so that they're creating a foundation. And then we want them to continue that behavioral change for a few months or up to six months to see if they've been successful at what we uh, asked them to do, maybe save a few hundred dollars a month in a certain way or all kinds of things come up in that. Um, or we might be ready to actually implement a plan right away. When we get to the implementation stage of the plan, that is where we feel that we add a lot of value. I spent 18 years as a manager of investment operations in a trust department, and some of the things that we need you to do if you're moving money around can get quite confusing. So we use that background that I have and also the background of a couple of our other team members to help get through those roadblocks and make sure that's as simple a process as possible. 
after we have implemented a plan for you, we have uh, meetings at the first quarter uh, when your statements come out to go through them with you to review what we did and how to read your statements. And then we set target dates for future reviews. They will be at least once a year, but can be as often as quarterly. And we are always available for anything that comes up where you're making a financial decision or even if something changes lifestyle. So we want to be included before the decision's made, not after, so that we can help make sure that those are really good decisions and working the way we want it. And then uh, the last step is part of that review process is monitoring your plan and your goals so that we know the plan that we put together for you is still meeting your major objectives. And that's something a lot of us don't think about. It's kind of like if you did do a will, congratulations. But every few years it needs to be looked at because tax laws change and your needs change and your situation and what what you may uh, be thinking about for the future needs to be put in context with the plan or the will or whatever. And lots of times we think we can just, oh, we got it done, we can just walk away. And if you do that, you'll find that things start happening that you're not aware of and you might not be uh, making the changes that you should. Some of those things are out of our control, like the economy and the stock market and all of those sorts of things that we have to deal with that we have no control over. So we want to help you be more in control and more knowledgeable in those areas. You are always free to make your own suggestions about what you want us to look at, and we enjoy that. And we have had worked with uh, many, many clients in the last 15 years. So don't think that you're the only one that particular situation you're in has ever happened to. We have certainly you know, a lot of experience with things that are both happy and sad and confusing and all of those different things that you might feel your situation is. And we really want you to know that we are here to help. Um, We really love working with our clients and we become very good friends with them. And my office manager, Marsha, always says, you might not be smiling when you walk into Debbie's office, but you're going to be laughing when you come out. And we certainly hope that's true. We're getting ready to take a break right now, and then we'll be coming back and we'll be talking about different types of financial education that we feel is important for you and also some stages of life when we think it's highly important for you to see a financial advisor of your choice. And hopefully you will consider us for that when you're thinking those changes are coming up. Thank you very much. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Think of Money Counts as your financial GPS. Our four-step process helps you discover, assess, build, and implement a strategic plan for your financial future. Our advisors will help you understand how to unleash the hidden potential of your money and obtain more of what you want with the money you already have. Life's milestones, getting married, having a child, buying a home, changing jobs, and ultimately retirement often cause the need to rearrange your financial focus. Money Counts can help you manage your money, allowing you to manage other parts of your life. Call us today at 704-315-5623 or visit us on the web at moneycounts.biz to learn more about our services. At Money Counts, our passion is helping you unleash your money's hidden potential. Again, visit moneycounts.biz or call us at 704-315-5623. Money Counts, Inc. is an independent firm with securities offered through Summit Broker Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC, advisory services offered through Summit Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Money Counts, Inc. is located at 11121 Carmel Commons Boulevard, Suite 355. Charlotte, North Carolina, 28226. Phone number 704-315-5623. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America.
You are tuned in to Money Counts, unleashing your money's hidden potential with host Debbie Peterson. If you have a question or comment about the program, please visit our Facebook page or visit moneycounts.biz. You're welcome to submit any and all questions or comments to mcradio at moneycounts.biz. That website again is moneycounts.biz. Now back to this week's program. Hello, this is Debbie Peterson again. Welcome back. I hope you're enjoying the show. This is uh, Money Counts, Unleashing Your Money's Hidden Potential. And from our point of view, that is a treasure hunt for you where we're looking at all the different things that you've collected financially in your life and all the different decisions that you've made along the way to see if we can tweak those a little bit and get better outcomes for you. One of the things we found is that we often make decisions in a very short time horizon. I think mostly of someone moving into a new city and starting a new job and maybe bringing their family with them and they have so many things going on. They're nervous about whether their family's going to be happy. They may be nervous about the school systems. They have all new um, job responsibilities. They wanna be successful. And somebody comes in on the first day and says, here's your employee benefits package. Why don't you pick what you want? We need it back by tomorrow. Well, a lot of us are not that familiar with all the different benefits that you might need or want. And so many times it's as simple as why I'm gonna talk to the person next to me and see what they selected and I'll get back to this later. But a lot of times later never comes. So uh, we make our financial decisions in our life over time and we rarely look at them all at once to see if they work together. And in my opinion, I feel that none of us ever gets up in the morning and says, gee, I'd like to make a really stupid or foolish decision today. But in hindsight, sometimes things don't look the way we expected them to, to pan out. And that's because we make decisions based on the amount of time we have to make the decision, how important it is to us, and what our knowledge and experience is about that decision at that point in time. It doesn't mean that what you decided was necessarily wrong. It's just that is what you decided under those circumstances. So taking more time to go back and review those decisions can do a, a free up some new things that you hadn't thought about and saying, well, gee, you know, I'm, I'm trying to pay down my mortgage quickly and I'm going to get rid of a tax deduction and then I'm putting money over here and I'm trying to get a tax deduction. Maybe those two, two things are fighting in your plan. Uh, used to be that home equity lines, for instance, had about 2% higher interest rate than a mortgage would. And what I would find is that people would be actively paying down their mortgage and then after a few years, want to tap into the equity on their house and go out and borrow money that they were paying more interest from and they, than the loan they took uh, on their house. So, you know, it's just, there's some simple things that we look for and if we find them, we can help you get them rearranged and straightened out. I wanted to talk a little bit more about my personal background. I, I mentioned that um, uh, I'm in my 60s and I've been in the business for 40 years. And in my first husband and I were, uh, his family were owners of four different businesses. So aside from my career in banking, I was always helping them with their financial situation. They thought because I worked at the bank, I should know everything about money, <laughs> which of course I didn't, but that was easy for them to say, well, we'll let Debbie worry about that. And they were all family owned businesses so that it, you know, the, the money was supporting everyone in the family, not, you know, we didn't have people working at several different places. So if things weren't going well, they were impacting everyone. So I got to learn a lot about how to turn things that you might not know or resources into resources. And I learned very quickly that cash flow is really important. It is no good to you to have a business where somebody owes you a million dollars if you don't know when you're going to get that money back and you need to be making payroll. 
or even in your personal situation. We work with a lot of people who are self-employed or small business owners, and cash flow is critical to keep that business running. And we never know when the economy is going to have a downturn like we all experienced a few years ago. Hopefully not again for a long time, but we need to be able to be prepared for that. And as I said, I have a lot of experience in that. That doesn't mean I can always make everything come together the way we want to, but if there's something there we could use in a different way, I'll be pretty good at helping you find it. I've been in Charlotte since uh, 1998. I started working as a uh, personal financial advisor in 2000, and I started Money Counts as a company in 2002 because I felt the big companies were not customizing their plans to the benefit of the customer. It was a lot more of you got plugged into a system. Banking I'm most familiar with is where I got my background and where I thought, gee, that I just don't really like the way this occurs. So when you go into a bank and you ask a question of somebody, you might ask the branch manager or the um, customer service rep, Gee, I think I'd like to look at something besides a savings account to invest my money. They are going to send you over to a new business person in the branch and you're going to start there. And that person may not know any more about you than that you've got a $10,000 CD and you want to invest it. And they ask you, what do you want it to do? And you say, well, gee, I want it to grow. So they put you in a growth mutual fund and they think they did a good job and you don't really know what a growth mutual fund is but they recommended it and you may find that oh gee I you know what I really didn't need I have a bill I forgot I need to pay my charge account credit something happened to my car and you go back to the bank and say I need my money out and they may tell you well there's an extra cost to do that that you weren't aware of those are some of the sorts of things where if you don't get a lot of information up at the beginning then you're directed into a product or service that may not match up as well as you'd like it to or you might say well You know, I just inherited some money. Well, inheritance sounds like trust in estates, and a lot of banks have trust in estate departments that are supposed to help you with those sorts of things. And you go there. Now, you could have gotten a very big inheritance, and they might be really happy to see you. Or you could have gotten what you thought was a big inheritance, say $50,000, and they may tell you that you don't have enough money for their services. That does not feel very good when you're in that situation. Uh, So a lot of times I think about going to the bank and depending on what door you walk in, you either walked in the right door or you walked in the wrong door for you, but there's not somebody there saying, you know, I think we could help you out better here. And um, it's just an economy of scale. They have a lot more overhead, things like that to have to deal with. There's lots of regulations in our industry, um, but to, to really work with somebody to develop a financial plan is much different from just giving them investment advice or insurance advice. So I started Money Counts so that you could come in and talk to somebody who is working for you to do a plan where we help you choose what types of products and services that you need, and then we help you implement that so that you don't end up with something different than what we thought you might need. Uh, Sometimes planners do a financial plan for you where they give you all the information about what you need to do, but they don't participate in you implementing the plan. And from what I've seen on that, most of us don't have the um, understanding of all the nuances of the products they're recommending. So we may be sold something different when we go to the next vendor to go and get what we were told to get and come back with something entirely different. That happened with my sister when she was, she's a doctor and she was uh, starting a company and we decided she should get her mortgage refinanced so she had a lower payment while she was starting up the company. And she went to talk to the mortgage lender and the next thing I knew she came back and she said, 
I think I'm going to get the 15-year mortgage. It's only $200 a month more money. I said, Andy, I sent you to go get the low payment mortgage. I sent you to go increase your mortgage payment when it's time for, you know, when you're trying to have money allocated to pay yourself while you're starting your business. So that's just a simple example. But those sorts of things happen every day. So that is part of why I started the company. I wanted us to be able to help people at whatever stage in life they were in. So one of the things that we like to talk to you about is we believe there's uh, five different levels of education that you should get about your wealth. And the first one is just the fundamentals of a fundamental understanding of how money works, how taxes work, how credit cards work, all those sorts of things that you may know from experience you wish you'd known more about before you started using those products or services. We call that a wealth foundation. There are not a lot of other companies, in our opinion, that are providing that to you, especially in a customized way. So um, we welcome people who are looking for that kind of information. That is one of the reasons we're here. Second level where I believe all of us who work for a living need help is in wealth creation. Now I've got money coming in and I've got expenses going out and How do I match those up and manage to keep some extra money so that I can start getting ahead, having, you know, more security in the future, having more money to put toward my goals? How do I actually create new wealth with the money I'm making? This is very difficult because we have taxes to worry about. We have Social Security. We have expenses. We have health care, all those kinds of things that are our families pulling at the money that we have coming in. It's no wonder that we really don't feel that there's a lot left over because so much of it is already spoken for before we get our paycheck. So we like to work with people when you're in that situation to try and help you figure out what you can free up, what is going on in your life that that may not be important to you and it's costing you money. How can we reclaim that money for you? Or maybe your taxes aren't being handled very efficiently and you always owe at the end of the year and now you're scrambling for, I need this money and I've spent it. You know, we wanna help you get things back in balance. There is not a lot of competition in that area either in the financial services community. When you get to the level where you have that million dollars or whatever, or $100,000, whatever the magic number is for the type of wealth management you want, you will find that all kinds of people find you and start calling you and want to help you manage your wealth. And they do that um, in a number of different ways, and they do it very well. Uh, But some of the Some companies specialize in working with smaller accounts. Mutual fund companies are very good for that. Some are um, managing wealth like very, very large accounts for multimillionaires, and you probably may not need that level of service and it's extra cost. So we want to find the level of service that best matches your resources. Um, We work with you on that. Then we work with you on wealth protection. Wealth protection is about, uh, for instance, protecting your house and your car with insurance so that if something uh, happens, you don't have to pay to have it repaired or fixed. Health insurance is helping to protect your ability to um, have adequate health care and get well when you have a sickness. There's all different kinds of protection um, in the insurance side of things. And there's also wealth preservation, which is how to protect your assets from too much taxes going to the government. That's part of the trust and estate planning industry. Again, lots of competition here. Um, They love to see you coming when you're in the situation where you're really ready to focus on wealth protection. There's a lot of the industry focused on that. And the last area that we feel we specialize and have focused on since I started Money Counts is what we call wealth distribution. And that is how do you pay yourself from the money that you have? And the main area people think about this is when they're 
out of a job or when they're getting ready to retire. But I really believe wealth distribution starts as soon as you start having money to make decisions about. You need to decide, is that a today dollar or a tomorrow dollar? And the sooner you start doing that, the more successful you will be likely to be as time goes by. Because you'll be making, you'll be more thoughtful about your decisions. So if your real goal is I want to buy a house and somebody says, do you want to go to the football game? The tickets are only $100 a piece and the game's going to be on TV. You might decide to watch the game on TV or out for dinner rather than invest in those football tickets. So it's really about being more conscientious about how you spend the money that you have and how you accumulate enough money so that you can, t- can continue your lifestyle throughout your life. Uh, we are all living a lot longer and financial services have started putting more attention to how long we're living, but that has been a fairly recent development uh, that we've really recognized that planning for somebody to live 15 years in retirement is not long enough. We need to be thinking more about 25 to 30 years. If you're thinking for that length of time is how long you're going to need to be able to fund yourself, you may not even have worked 30 years. And now here you need the money you've saved to last 30 more years. So it's a very important discipline to learn. Um, It's something that I have been interested in all my life since I had my grandmother's grandmother lived to be 97. So uh, she, uh, her husband died when she was 64 and she outlived him by 33 years. And that was really um, a revelation to me. 64 was really old when she, (laughs) when that happened, that was, you know, around the turn of the century. So that influenced me to be always thinking about when somebody was trying to do a plan for me, were they planning far enough ahead in the future? And so I've spent a lot of time trying to learn the tools and, and strategies to help us have enough money to live our entire life. We are getting ready to take a break, and we're looking forward to seeing and hearing from you um, again after the break. And we will be talking about life stages, and then we'll be talking about with Nicole about the frequently asked questions that we hear from our new clients. Thank you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Think of Money Counts as your financial GPS. Our four-step process helps you discover, assess, build, and implement a strategic plan for your financial future. Our advisors will help you understand how to unleash the hidden potential of your money and obtain more of what you want with the money you already have. Life's milestones, getting married, having a child, buying a home, changing jobs, and ultimately retirement often cause the need to rearrange your financial focus. Money Counts can help you manage your money, allowing you to manage other parts of your life. Call us today at 704-315-5623 or visit us on the web at moneycounts.biz to learn more about our services. At Money Counts, our passion is helping you unleash your money's hidden potential. Again, visit moneycounts.biz or call us at 704-315-5623. Money Counts, Inc. is an independent firm with securities offered through Summit Broker Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC, advisory services offered through Summit Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Money Counts, Inc. is located at 11121 Carmel Commons Boulevard, Suite 355. Charlotte, North Carolina, 28226. Phone number 704-315-5623. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are tuned in to Money Counts, unleashing your money's hidden potential with host Debbie Peterson. If you have a question or comment about the program, please visit our Facebook page or visit moneycounts.biz. You're welcome to submit any and all questions or comments to mcradio at moneycounts.biz. That website again is moneycounts.biz. Now back to this week's program. 
Hi, this is Debbie Peterson again. You're probably tired of listening to me by now, but I hope we've kept you uh, interested and that we're providing some information for you about some things that really could change your life in a good way. We have found that most people are not really motivated to make major changes in their financial situation when things are going along kind of status quo and you've been in a job for a while and you're, you know, whatever it's, you know, you've got enough money to pay your bills. You get to do a little bit of vacationing. Your lifestyle feels okay. You're not feeling concerned or threatened about anything. But what happens is that life changes. And when life people are going through life changes, that is when they're most likely to come and see us. What we find is that sometimes people are going through two or three of these things at the same time. So job changes are a big one, whether you determined that you wanted to leave one job for another or you were asked to leave the job or laid off unexpectedly or you got a nice promotion and you may be relocating to another uh, city. Um, things are changing. Your cash flow is changing. Your taxes are changing. You might need to use some of the resources that you have if you are out of a job for a little while and you need somebody to explain to you, okay, can I use money in my IRA or my 401k while I'm out of work to help supplement my income? How does unemployment insurance work? What, what things should I be aware of? You know, those are uh, all things that we can help you with. Or if it's a new job in a new place and you're getting, maybe you're starting to get stock options or bonuses or something really great like that. You want to understand how they work because sometimes they ask you to make choices about vesting and all sorts of other things that you may not know what those words are. But (laughs) if you don't know what they are, you're not going to make a very good choice. And you might not have somebody you feel comfortable asking. You know, you want to look smart when you get to that new job and not be asking, you know, how I never heard of this before. So those are some of the things that... um, prompt people to come and see us, uh, Get having a larger family, maybe having a baby or adopting a baby, uh, retiring, of course, is always a big one, buying a house, uh, starting a business. There's a lot, if you, if you are thinking about starting a business and something you're very passionate about, and you may already be working in that industry and you want some help in figuring out Do you have enough money to start your business? What are some prudent steps you should take? How do you do that? All of those times are are when you would want to seek some financial help. You may be on disability. We have a number of clients who, unfortunately, have either been on long or short-term disability, and they want to understand how that works. And there's different, if you're collecting disability insurance, there's different tax issues to know about. So we call those life's transitions. And that's most likely when you're going to come see us. We, of course, would love to work with you when everything's nice and stable and you're just saying, well, gee, I think I've got a little bit of extra money that should go somewhere, but I'm not sure what direction to put it in. And Nicole is going to uh, be asking me some questions about those sorts of things. And hopefully the answers I provide will also help you with some of those questions you may have. Okay. Well, sometimes we get clients that come in and they ask us, if I don't have much in savings, is it worthwhile to work with a financial advisor? Well, that actually is one of the questions we get the most often. And there is a quote from Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is a great book to read if you want to understand money better. It's a fun read and it's about, uh, written by Robert Kiyosaki, who's uh, his dad and his friend's dad, Uh, worked at the same company and his friend's dad became a millionaire and Robert's dad became quite destitute and so he did a you know study and it's got a lot of anecdotal stories in it about what were the different choices they made that caused them to end up in that situation so his quote says that you need a plan when do you need it you need it when you don't have enough money and you need it when you have too much money. So really you need it, you you want a plan. You wouldn't want to go on a trip to Europe without thinking ahead about how much does it cost? How am I going to get there? How long am I going to be gone? What has to happen at home while I'm not there? 
And that's just talking about a vacation. Most of us do spend more time planning a vacation than we do our financial future (laughs) because a vacation is a lot more fun. (laughs) But um, uh, you want to have a a plan. You want to come in and see an advisor like I talked about for financial uh, wealth creation. We have several clients who have come in when they have had debt, maybe student loan debt, or they've been out of work and they're getting ready to go back to work and they've built up some credit card debt. We want to help you when you're in those situations. We want to figure out how to reduce the interest cost, how to keep the payments manageable. We can direct you to resources if we're not the right place for you. We can make a plan about when you might get out of debt and be able to make the turnaround to now you're saving for yourself. If you don't have a plan that is much more stressful, just remember you don't want to have a lot of stress around your financial situation. If you're feeling stressful, then you should go and see somebody who can help you. Just like when you're feeling sick, you should go to the doctor, have somebody look at what your symptoms are, see if they can do something to make you feel better. And that's part of what our role is. Okay. And we also hear a lot, um, when I feel like I have extra money, should I invest in myself first, build my savings, pay off debts, Should I fund my 401k? Should I make extra mortgage payments? Or should I create an emergency fund? So if I have that extra money, what should I do? And that's where we go back to how important it is for you to provide data to us that encompasses all of the things that are going on in your lifestyle and in your financial world. Because if you don't provide that information, I am not going to know if you need to pay off debts and what types of debts they are. There's a concept of good debt and bad debt. Bad debt is where you are paying high interest rates and also the payments are uh, on a short cycle. So you're paying very high payments such as credit cards, sometimes cars. Um, And there is a concept of good debt where at least the interest that you're paying is tax deductible. And the the concept of that really is those kinds of debts are usually lower payments for a longer period of time. So they may be, might be worth trading off one kind of debt for the other to get in a better cash flow situation. So we always want to look at that. For an emergency fund, that is one of the first things that we do want to build for whoever we're working with. But when we're working with you on that, you may have things that could be used as an emergency fund that you may not even think about. You might have a 401k at work where there's a loan feature. You might have equity in your house where you could set up an equity line. So what we want to look at is, or you may have an option for a zero interest credit card and you've been paying, you know, a higher rate than that. We want to look at all those different resources and say, all right, if something happened tomorrow that we did not plan, where could we get money from? And that all of those resources create the emergency fund for you. It's not just money sitting in a savings account, though we all love it if we have money in the savings account that we know is there and we can just go get it when we need it. So those two, uh, the emergency fund and paying off debts, are very, um, very important in that foundation building. And then investing in yourself is is important also. So now if I've got those under control, now I can start looking at where should I put my extra dollars. And the three choices that Nicole mentioned was investing in yourself first, possibly funding a 401k or an IRA, or making extra mortgage payments. And of those, um, a lot of that depends on your age. On the retirement funds, it depends on whether there's a match. But if we want money that we can use for various goals, not just one or or two, you are going to be better off if you start investing in yourself first, paying yourself first, and start building up some funds that could be used for retirement, could be used for college for your kids, could be used for 
um, buying other types of real estate for investments, could be used for stocks, bonds, all kinds of things, then directing it to just one of your goals. And that's what you're doing when you, if you don't have enough resources and you start directing them early to something you can't use for a long time, like maybe your 401k or your IRA, or you pay money into your home, but then you lose your job and you might not be able to get that money back out again, we want to be thinking about, is that the best place to put the money when you first start having extra money? So it's not that any of those is a a good or a bad idea. It's about what is your situation at the time that you're making that decision and making sure that you've thought about what all your options are. Because once we identify your goals, we will be better able to tell you, yes, this is a great way to use that extra $300. Or maybe you just got done paying for a car payment and you think, oh, I've got this extra money. I should do this with it. Not thinking that six months from now you might need a different car for another member of the family. So we like to take all of that into consideration when we're determining where to put money. And we want to make sure that there's always someplace where when things don't happen as expected, which they will, we can go ahead and say, well, that's all right because we prepared for this and this is what our plan was. So you want to make that plan before things happen and not afterwards. So that is going to conclude our show for this week. Next week, we will be talking about some more uh, of our frequently asked questions. And hopefully, if you have some you'd like to hear about, please email us at mcradio at moneycounts.biz. And we will be happy to get back to you or to present them on the show. Thanks for listening. This is Debbie Peterson at moneycounts.biz. Thank you for tuning in to Money Counts, unleashing your money's hidden potential. Be sure to join host Debbie Peterson again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel for another edition of our show. Opinions expressed are those of the speaker and are not endorsed by the named broker, dealer, or its affiliates. All information has been prepared solely for informational purposes and is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or instrument or to participate in any particular trading strategy. Certain statements offered are forward-looking, including but not limited to statements that are predictions of or indicate future events, trends, plans, or objectives. Undue reliance should not be placed on such statements because by their nature, they are subject to known and unknown risks and uncertainties. The information provided is not intended as tax or legal advice. You are encouraged to to seek tax or legal advice from an independent professional advisor. Money Counts, Inc. is an independent firm with securities that are offered through registered representatives of Summit Brokerage Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services are offered through Summit Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Summit Brokerage Services, Inc. and Summit Financial Group, Inc. are separate and unrelated to any other named entity. Debbie Peterson is a registered investment advisor located at 11121 Carmel Commons Boulevard, Suite 355, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28226. Phone number is 704-315-5623. 